Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 254. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and probably whatever else has been going on for the past three weeks. Uh, but before we get to all of that, my name is John, and I am joined by the Z-Man to my flying Brian Pillman, Marianne. I feel like I'm going to trust you to say that that's an appropriate one. Tom Zink, the you're, Z-Man, RIP. You're pretty good at picking uh, which one of us is, fits the other one more. I like, think that's instance, pretty. You're more of a Miro, and I'm more of a Kip. Yeah, so. I think in, this, in, in that... Uh, analogy yes this would work perfectly okay that's good uh marianne happy new year happy new year it doesn't Merry feel Christmas. any different oh yeah that too happy holidays in general <laughs> um how are you i'm i'm good um my my christmas was decent um my little bro- my baby bravo um he couldn't come and visit from colorado and i was really really upset oh first christmas without him yeah. So my mom had to literally mail him his stocking. But the <laughs> thing is, with everything closed, my mom is really good at stockings. Like, she's the best at it. But she couldn't. She gets a lot of her stuff at Cost Plus World Market. And she didn't want to go because my mom's immunosuppressed. So, mm-hmm. um, and so she was going to send me. And I was like, that would be no fucking fun. And plus, it's all the way in Santa Clara. So, like, that would be no fun for me to pick out all the things in the stocking. You know, yeah. so so we just got a lot of candy this year. Uh, usually our stockings are like full of really, really useful things that are also like fit us. Like she gave me us all little mini flashlights one year yeah. that are all in our favorite colors and just things that we use and things that are really weird. But um, my brother wasn't there and it was just really shitty. But I mean, Josh was with us. Josh is always with us with his black Josh stocking. Josh is always yes, his solid black there. stocking. Um, my mom's been making a little... Um, because, you know, my mom has uh, a love of lawn gnomes. Yes. Uh, she's been making little Santa gnomes, the ones that mm-hmm. don't have arms, that are like the little circle body and then like the little hat. Um, she made one for my brother and she mailed it to him and it has his name like stitched out on the back of the hat. And then she made one for Josh. Obviously, it's all black. Right. Um, and she asked me what she should put on <laughs> the hat part of it. And I said, duh, a pentagram uh duh or an upside down cross but she was very adamantly against that one and i was like mom i have both an upside down cross and a pentagram tattooed on my arm so um but she did she was like okay fine i'll do a pentagram and then when i went to go look at it after she was finished i was like mom that's cute except you put the star of david in a circle fantastic (laughs) and josh was like no just leave it that's hilarious it's pretty funny (laughs) but we've just been like she's been crafting um, I've been putting together uh, a lot of like my cosplay stuff. I got my freaking uh, officer's blaster. I'll oh, I haven't seen the officer's blaster. Dude, yet. it's a 3D printed. So I still have to put it oh. together. I started sanding it, but it's like it's like the one that that Hux like carries. So you like Whoa. 
put it together and you sand it and you can paint it. It was a really good price too. And it's got all the pieces. It's really awesome. The only problem that I was looking for is that I really wanted the first order. And if anybody can figure out where to find it, that's not on Amazon. The first order hat, the one that Hux wears, um, they used to sell it on Etsy. um, And you could like measure your head to like, but I was waiting for my wig to come in so I could put the wig on and measure it that way. And then it just disappeared off Etsy and they don't sell it anymore. And so the only place you can find it is on Amazon, but it's like a shitty foam one. Or there's a girl on Etsy that um, that sells the um, the template to sew it and make it yourself. I can't do that. Right, right. And I'm like, fuck, you know, because that's like the one thing I need other than like a thigh g- a gun holster, like t- like blaster holster of some time, because then it'll be like finished because I have like the I have the shorts and I have everything. But it's like right. the blaster is so fucking cool. My Very stepdad's cool. like, I'm not going to help you put it together. It doesn't work. But yeah, so there's that, but we've been cleaning out. Um, I've just been getting more junk uh, as we're cleaning <laughs> out the junk right. in my garage. And so I had to go through. <laughs> you're you're going to love this story. Oh, boy. So uh, we had to go through all of the stuff in our attic in our garage, right? Mm-hmm. And so my brother it was when my uh, brother Sam was down visiting. And he took all of we were taking all of the buckets down from the attic in the garage and opening all of them. And deciding what we were going to keep and what we were going to throw away. And half the shit we forgot we had. So there was like a whole, like literally we had a yard sized garbage bag of just stuffed animals to give away. Wow. And we just went, nope, nope, nope. And just toss them. And there was some where I'm like, no, that has sentimental value. Here's one of the things that we're keeping. Hold on. Oh boy. Marianne is going to, by the way, people only listening to this on uh, audio, we are streaming live. Uh Oh, I'm so upset. I put it back in the box and put it back out in the garage. We had these two little tiny, like you press their tummies and their arms go like this, but they're two little Teletubbies. Oh my God. And so I found my whole box of Barbies, like my Spice Girl Barbies and all my other Barbies. Oh, wow. I was like, I'm going to restore these because I still have the original outfits. And I'm Trixie Mattel. Welcome to my channel. Um, Like that kind of thing because she does all dolls. And um so I started to, and I found my ponies also. I have a pony that I've had since I was a child that came out in 1990. Mm-hmm. Wow. That had scented hair. It's a cherry pony. Yeah. It still smells just as strong as when I first got it. That's pretty impressive. And it smells good. It's not like it went sour or anything. It still smells. And so I was like, I'm going to just wash these Barbie's hair and whatever. And if I braided it shitty, you can you can straighten Barbie's hair, but on the lowest setting of a straightener, which is what I did. And I tried it on a Barbie that I did not have a sentimental attachment to as some of my other ones. And so I was like, OK, that straightened and it worked and she looked great. But I was like, her hair is technically supposed to be curled a little bit because I had I had braided it in my stupid child braids. Right. And so I went and got my curling iron and I was just going to loose curl it. Mm-hmm. But my curling iron doesn't have a setting on it for temperature. And so I went to go curl her hair. All of it melted right onto the curling iron. Oh, my like God. Solid black ooze no. just on the curling iron. I panicked because I have used that curling iron once since I bought it. And this was the second time I had been using it. And I fucking ruined it by trying to iron my Barbie's hair like ah. a six-year-old. Well. But I was really worried because I thought it was ruined. 
Yeah. And so I immediately Googled, how do you fucking fix this? And I texted my hairdresser and I was like, uh, I did something stupid. I didn't do anything to my hair, but I did something stupid. Right. And so it actually, I went to go, um, cause you, they say to wipe it off with like rubbing alcohol or, um, nail polish remover. And mm. so I went to go do that with like one of our like cloths or whatever. And it just went, and all the plastic just went right off. Oh my God. And so I didn't even have to do anything. It literally just came right off. And so I just like dusted off some of the other parts. And I was like, well, thank God. But I haven't tested it to see if it's, if it works again. Yeah. But it's clean. Woof. But that's what, what I've been doing. And here's one of the things I found inside the box. If you can't tell by the colors, it's Lisa Frank. Oh, shit. It's Lisa Frank. And Is I have... Is it a have... kaleidoscope? Yes. Yeah, I remember those. Fuck yes i'm keeping this are you kidding me oh my god like it's so cool and i was like yo i was like hand that over anything lisa frank is automatically keeping like you're not even allowed to touch it if it's lisa frank it's mine i still have like a i like went and i have like a jewelry box and everything still still but that's cool that's what we've been doing is cleaning everything up and it was just the weird shit that we found in there like i'm talking my brother's button-up shirts that had like like guy fieri flames on them yes not getting rid of those either i am going to be rocking those in some kind of 90s photo shoot yeah i was just gonna say you should (laughs) yes yes and it's blue and it's like flames the blue blue with like little with little spades on it so tacky it's so bad and i was like i'm gonna rock that in a 90s photo shoot i just need to find a jean bucket hat oh or the shorts or, that, used to have that would zip off into shorts. The pants he had that would zip yes. off into shorts. We found or all this Marianne, tech. What? You should get a Fruitopia bucket hat. Bitch. I was just talking about Fruitopia with my mom. And I. Dude, how she, good was Fruitopia? She didn't even remember it. And I was like, mom, it was like kid Snapple. Wasn't it? Fruit I illusion. Still, it was. I could. I can still taste it. In my mind, like I can, in my mind, I still know the taste, but like not in a good way because it was one of the last things I drank before I threw up when I was sick as oh, a kid. Never, never. And so you always remember the taste of yep. the last thing you ate. So hard shell taco and Fruitopia. So, but um, I'm not, I'm not like I don't have like an aversion to those things now. It's not a, it's not a pineapple situation. But where is it? I don't. They fruit integration was my favorite one. I'm trying to find. They had one that was a grape flavored one. I swear it was just a grape flavored one. The I think grape it was... beyond. And that one tastes like Dimetap. <laughs> that Dimetap one was bad. Is... It was bad. No, no. How dare you? I literally just had this conversation with Robert the other day. We were talking about how there's people like my mom and Mia that, and I know that there's people in the chat that, or people watching that will understand that hate cherry flavored things because of cherry medicine. I love grape flavored things because of Dimetap. Grape medicine is so good. It is good. I just don't want to drink an entire soda of it. Yeah, well, because you drink an entire soda of it and in your mind you're thinking that it's syrupy and then you get grossed out. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Dimetap is the best tasting medicine for sure. But I and I love grape soda, but I don't remember what flavor Fruitopia it was that I drank. But there was just so many memories that were coming back. And my brother was just like laughing and going, what the fuck is this? And all these my mom used to make sock monkeys for some reason to pass her time. And so there was all these crazy sock monkey, like demented surgery monkeys like that she had fucked up like in a box. It was like, oh, God. 
It was so bad. Uh, but yeah, that was it was a lot of fun. What did what did you do? What Stay did I do? Henson, little Henson yeah, guy. Basically, um, I mean, I set up this this whole thing behind me. Um, you can't really tell, but I mean, uh, here you can pull the camera up just a little bit. Well, I know all of that stuff. I'm just trying to because I've been in that room before. Yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> rotate it to where what I'm used to seeing. Um, well, I mean, this See, right here. Mirror. Okay, so to to your right is where the bathroom door is over there, right? Yes, yes. Okay, I know where you are now. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we set up. Uh, I have a shelf of my own stuff behind here. Um, I have, if you can see, I have, uh, there's a little reflection, but what are you going to do? We have uh, Naito painted by the yep, uh, Nia. Uh -huh. I have um, Brody King right there. And then right above Brody King is uh, my Christmas present. This demolition. Sweet, you framed it. Yeah. Listeners, listeners need to know that John's like recording studio is swanky as fuck. Thank you. It's like the mirror with like the van. I've always wanted a vanity and I never had one. And I went in that room and I went, Oh my God, this is so yeah. cute. Like it's so cute. I'm jealous. That's how every, There's every apartment too, right? is in here. I think there's a sink. Well, um, the sink is being blocked by, uh, my, um, my cinema light box. Um, I've changed the message on there. It used to say, ignore the sink. Um, no, but you says, have to have something to cry into when Naito loses something. I mean, I didn't really, uh, I didn't, didn't cry on, on, uh, on Sunday morning, Monday or Monday morning when he lost to Kota Ibushi. Um, at least it wasn't Togi Makabe. No, it was not. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, I watched a lot of wrestling. I finished my top 100 of the year. That's over on that hashtag show.com. You can check that out. Um, what else? Uh, you had a lot of people a on that stream, apparently. Oh, yeah. Our last stream on Sunday um, had 14,000 viewers. Bitch, what? Yeah. Did I not? I thought I told you guys that. No, you didn't tell me. Like, I don't think you told us the exact amount. You just said yeah. it had like a record breaking, like a ridiculous amount of people. Was that shitty guy who always who, like that Undertaker Mark? Was he there? Oh no, I have he has not shown up in a little while. I can't imagine why. Uh, <laughs> Good shit. Uh, anyway, but yeah, I mean, it's been it's been fine. Um, I guess we should address because we did not record uh, in the last two to three weeks. Um, about uh about Brody Lee passing uh very sad um still not over it I don't think uh, we'll be over it for a while and I needed to explain that to my parents and my brother and people I was like I know I was like it is completely okay to grieve over people and to cry over people that you did not know personally yeah it's okay because if they impacted your life in a positive way if they gave you if they inspired emotions in you that helped you for the better it is that it's just the same like you can Absolutely. like i cried when robin william died robin williams died because of the circumstances yeah and so it so. was and it's so like and i i still to this day like i'll sit down and i will like like 
I can't watch anything. Like Eddie Kingston can't talk around. Like I can't listen to Eddie Kingston talk about it. I can't. Bryce. Eddie. Bryce killed me. Like I'm done. Like it was. It was just really fucking upsetting. Just watching everyone get torn apart, and I had to explain to people. I was like, look. I was like, we may not have known this person. I like. I may not have known this person's like personally, but yeah. he really, really impacted my life. And I have people that I am friends with that knew him personally that are utterly devastated right now. So I would really, cause my brother made fun of me when I was crying over Robin Williams, you know? And I cried when Gene Wilder died. Cause he was like my pretend third grandpa. So there's oh, just like, like people, Gene Wilder. Ugh. Um, and so there's just like people that they say influence you. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be made to feel guilty about being upset. Absolutely. And he was just such a wonderful, wonderful person. And I was telling my stepdad today, I was like, he was top five people like wrestlers that i really 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 wanted to meet and the other person yeah. that was on that list danny havoc mm. and yep. to lose two of them it's like it really fucks you up and i feel like right when it broke because i i refreshed the page on instagram literally right when they posted it yeah, and nobody i was knew. on twitter i messaged ryan nemeth and i said to him i was like i'm so sorry about Brody Lee. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, if you need, like, me to make some stupid joke or something, whatever, you know, like, I'm here. Because I knew that he was the first person I thought of um, because he was so close with him. And I don't think he knew. I'm yeah. pretty certain he didn't know until I said something. He probably got bombarded all at once or something. Probably. But, it was like, but he, he, we talked about it and, um, I talked about it with Trent. I've been talking to Trent like every day, which is bizarre. Um, but it's, uh, it just really freaking sucks. The amount of people that are devastated about it. And I like how they are reiterating. You're going to hear this from everyone, but he loved his family so much. And I don't want you to think that just because we're saying that it's just a thing, you know, like it was yeah. huge. So, and he was so wonderful. And I'm seriously regretting not getting that action figure that came with a fucking crocodile at Walmart. Yes. I'm so mad. Because I, I think I remember texting you about it. It was the same time I sent you. <laughs> I sent you the picture of the Carmelos at Walgreens. And I changed oh it to God. an A. That was the same time that I was there. How long ago was that? Exactly. It was forever ago. I was, uh, now I'm like, I'm so devastated about this. But I mean, I think the one person that I, I, I see that makes me cry no matter what is just Biggie. Biggie has oh, been doing God. the work. Oh, my yeah, God. All of, all of his posts have been have been great. Um, I like how the, w, the WWE, obviously, because they were obligated to um, to have been posting it and they've been calling him Brody. Yeah. Instead of Luke Harper, which I think is good. Yeah. To recognize him as he was not yeah. like as he was like as a person like when he died not when you had him you know right. so it, it's and, and it and it makes him seem less like a character and more like an actual person yeah. so it's like even though his name was john without an h and we know how you we feel about that we, lo um, we love it <laughs> we love it the john's like, without the h's we love john's without the h's just like if if um if negative one likes the Cody Rhodes entrance, then I love the Cody Rhodes entrance. <laughs> Even, especially when Snoop Dogg remixes it, and we will get into oh, that we'll, presently. We'll get to that for sure. Are we going to talk about, uh, I didn't watch it. Did you watch Impact? No. 
I feel like I should bring up this conversation, but I don't know. Hold on for a second. I think I told you and Jaren that I was talking to uh, Alex Shelley and he said that he learned, well, he had tweeted about it actually, that he learned to shave the stripes because he's been cutting his hair forever, but he learned how to style his hair the way he does from Minoru Suzuki, who is like the most dangerous man in Japan. Oh, really? You how to use like hair clippers to to cut the stripes in his hair. Minoru Suzuki. Huh, Danger, dangerous man ever but i also learned that he has never seen star wars which is crazy to me i mean it's crazy i guess alex shelley's but, never seen star wars that's insane i mean i still haven't seen rogue one a uh, rogue one is like the best one shame I still on haven't you seen it. so good that's kind of why i'm, I'm like that's fine but the thing is you have to have like in my mind a legitimate reason for not having seen star wars mm-hmm. and his is that he just doesn't like their haircuts. I mean, Be- because the shaggy '70s haircut makes him feel hot. <laughs> I mean, he's and I was like, I was like, what? I was like, but your hair is longer, I'm... not around his ears. That's why his hair is like long in the front, but not around his ears. Like he just says, like the long, like shagginess around your ears. It would just make him feel super hot. And I was like, wait, haven't you wrestled multiple times at PWG? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Like, I'm I'm looking at him in Generation fun. Next, and I'm trying to see if I see anything that resembles the '70s. His hair is also curly, like it's naturally curly, like wavy curly. I, which I think is adorable. You know what? Did I buy a Generation Next shirt from Alex Shelley? I can't remember. Wait, you've met Alex Shelley? I'm. I would have to check. I mean, we might have both. We didn't meet him, but we saw him at um, WrestleMania weekend, I think. Uh, I would have to check. I would honestly have to check. Are you sure? I might be thinking of Ro- him, uh, him and it might have been Roderick Strong, but I can't remember. Because I know Roderick Strong was there. Roderick Strong was there that weekend and Matt Seidel. Maybe that's who I'm That's probably who, because I was watching Matt Seidel on AEW and I was like, he, he's got, I was like, he. He's a tiny boy. <laughs> He's got the same type of hair as Alex Shelley, who's also a tiny boy. That tiny, is it? Eh. I don't know. Eh. I don't know. But um, I make exceptions if your name right. is Alex Shelley. Um, <laughs> he knows this, too, because he was like, I'm sure you know that, right? <laughs> He's so cute. Everyone's like, stop talking about Alex Shelley. I can't help it, man. I can't help it. But yeah, this week... Uh, John fell asleep while watching AEW. Oh man, you guys! And it, that has nothing to do with the actual product. Um, I, I was, I was worried up, at first. I was up for three nights uh, watching Wrestle Kingdom night one and two, and then New Year's Dash. And I was watching AEW live. And next thing I knew, uh, Lauren was like, "Can you open this bottle for me?" And I was like, "Huh?" And huh? I like <laughs> I'd fallen asleep at this very desk. And she's like, you need to go to sleep. So I, I just was like, yeah, you're right. So I turned it you off, went to sleep. You, you don't have to feel the pressure of watching it live. I mean, I watched the Brody one live. And I will tell you, if you watch it on the TNT website, it does the picture in picture if you're watching it live. But not if you're watching Oh, that's live. great. Yeah, I figured that out. And I was like, well, that's interesting. But I didn't watch go. it live this time. So I just um, I am now using my parents' YouTube TV. So I don't get the live feed anymore, which is a bummer. 
Um, it's a live feed for what? For anything. It's all West Coast feed. I hate that. I hate that yeah. so much because I, I get the live feed for T- we have spectrum for the tnt but if i try and watch rupaul's drag race it automatically defaults to western even if you have spectrum it automatically annoying. so i can't watch it live annoying it's so fun i was like well if it doesn't on tnt and then people were saying they're like oh the cw is streaming it for free or whatever but then you can't find it anywhere on cw website and i'm like yeah. why would it even be on cw but oh all right wait so also joey j sucks what <laughs> what I did do is I watched I watched it later that night. So let's talk about AEW Dynamite. Um, Marianne, were you aware that the Go Big Show hadn't even aired yet? I was under the yes. impression because they showed us clips and shit for weeks that it was that it had been airing for weeks. I thought oh, it had been on already. Live? I thought it was already on, and then they're like, no, it I, premieres I tomorrow. I knew that it hadn't. What a waste. Anyway, uh, so that's happening. I feel like they promote things before something happens, not after something happens. Well, I mean, when it during it's happen happening, I assumed because it's like an actual TV show. It's not just one thing. Yeah. So anyway, there were big go big show ads everywhere, everywhere. And I think when we first talked about this, I just immediately pictured the big show. (laughs) Yes. The go big show. (laughs) If only. Uh, also, Marianne, just to let you know, I am not at the soundboard, so I don't have any sounds to play. So just letting you know that right now. I'm going to have Sorry. to make my own is what you're saying. I guess so. Uh, so we okay. open the show. We open the show with an eight man tag match, the acclaimed and the hybrid two, which is the team of Jack Evans and Angelico. You just made the list. Uh, he wasn't wearing a shirt, so I barely paid attention in this match. Um, they took on the team of the AEW Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks, and SCU. Um, I don't really have any notes. This was a fine opener. I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed when one Young Buck would do Young Bucks offense with another person that wasn't a Young Buck. Did you say one Young Buck because you couldn't remember which one was which? Sure. Yeah. I didn't take the notes, so I don't know. I just my notes basically were just that Jack Evans is a crazy person. Yes. Jack Evans is is very. You know what? Did you see what Jack Evans put on Twitter today? No. He said we really need to talk about the these switching of camera angles in the middle of spots, which is like he took directly what you were thinking. All of us were Always thinking, thinking yeah. yeah. He did a, like that 630 senton that failed, and he got kneed in his fucking back. It was so ugly. I was like, yeah. oh, why would you choose to do that? Like, out of any... Oh, my God. There's no way that that could not hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Side um, note, for when, since I'm making my own noises, do you remember uh, a long time ago when you used to make me go, 10? Yes. For Sean Spears? <laughs> 10 um, <laughs> that's how i'm gonna talk so i mean this is a fun opener bucks and scu win um scu wants to fight the young bucks basically is where we're headed so we'll see sure why not uh moxley is here he has returned and he mad he's like i'm gonna beat up that guy i'm gonna beat up that kenneth omega guy 
Apparently, Renee Young is a lot farther along than everyone thought. Yeah. Which is crazy. That is crazy. Very crazy. Um, up next, we had a backstage interview with Orange Cassidy and one uh, sexy Chucky T, Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. Um, he's so cute. This oh was a God. fun. This was a fun little interview. Uh, Miro love and of God, let that man talk more. Miro and Kip come by. Um, <laughs> Chuck and... is being interviewed, and he just runs. He keeps running on. He was like, "And Miro's here to just you know be here." <laughs> like, <laughs> so basically, um, Chuck says, "I I'm just gonna fight you, Miro, next week." Just to and get then, you to stop talking to us. <laughs> yes. And Miro says, if I beat you, you will be, you'll be my young boy until the wedding. And he goes, fine, sure, whatever. I don't care. Like, I've Just... been to Japan a couple times. I know what that means. Yeah. You know, so, like... <sighs> so, um, I'm nobody's bitch though. Just saying he's a redneck. We'll s- I mean, we'll see what happens in the coming, in the coming I, weeks because I feel like he has no pride. So they're just going to make him lose and be somebody's bitch for a week because why not? It's Chuck Taylor. He can't get nice things, but, um, it, rem- it just, that same tactic is what he takes to get me to leave him alone. He just gives me free shit. And he was like, I just want you to stop talking to me. <laughs> wow. My God. Which is the most Chuck Taylor thing ever. Like, did I tell you that a Chuck Taylor fan account followed me? You did tell me that. And you then told I told him. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the girl DM'd me and she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't want him to, like, is this going to offend him? And I was like, honestly, it'll just weird him out. So it's like, I was like, it'll weird him out. He has, he doesn't take any of it seriously. You're fine. He'll just Amazing. call you a creep, which is what he calls me all the time. Uh, I love him. In case anybody forgot. <laughs> uh, up next, we had a Haas fight between Jake Hager and Wardlow. Hunky boy, Wardlow. You are making your way onto the list. Oh, my goodness. There we go. Um, I will I say. The of those baby hairs he has on the front, though. <laughs> I will say this is probably the best Jake Hager match he's had since he came yes. back to wrestling. That's yes. for sure. Uh, you could tell he was really, you know they were working a really good match together. Um, Wardlow got his shit in. He looked really good too. Uh, those suplexes are absolutely amazing. Insane. Really love them. And I mean, Wardlow wins this match with the F 10 and everybody's seems to be getting along afterwards. Dude, he shoulder checked Hager so hard that he flew off the apron and directly into the barricade. Like not, not like hitting the ground and rolling into the barricade. He straight up flew into the barricade oh it yeah insane and then wardlow did that scent on atomico which was gorgeous he had like swan dive technique it was grace and beauty and we don't deserve it and i loved it yeah also i'm gonna start classifying hunks by whether or not chuck taylor would kiss them for free so oh top, top boy obs sonata sonata uh, yes and i i messaged chuck taylor and i told him this and he was like honestly they'd all be free and I was like, wow, I was like you have higher standards than that. Mm. And he was like, do I? And I was like, well, you think I'm pretty. So I ob- I'm obligated to say that your taste in men is somewhat decent. <laughs> so, like, you know, damn, they'd all be free. He said, I said to him, God, I love this man. He's so funny. 
uh, I said, I've started ra- uh, ranking hunks on AEW on whether or not you'd kiss them for free. And he was like, probably all of them. And I said, you have higher standards than that. I know you do. You already admitted to Cash Wheeler, <laughs> which he said, I would take no money to kiss Cash Wheeler. Yeah. And then he was like, ew. And I was like, hardly. You have great taste. Shut the fuck up. Amazing. Um, We then had a Matt Hardy and the private party segment where they uh, have signed new contracts with Matt Hardy. They're giving him 30% of their earnings. And Snoop Dogg was there for some reason. So stupid. Yeah. Don't let some Um, old white man take your shit. Fuck no. There you go. Actually, yeah, that's a that's a good point. Um, Team Taz is here now. My God, Team Taz. Who's Taz? Is, yeah. What? Taz is angry. And he's always angry. But he was great. tonight. He was pissed off for like no legitimate reason. It was like not a like his reason for being angry made no sense. Like you're just Where being he, yeah being a, like a a, a cry piss poor crybaby for like no reason right now. <laughs> And then everybody's there disrespecting Tony. Like some fucking assholes. How, How dare, dare Shame. How dare. Shame. Um, so this was a weigh-in, basically, and Darby Allen weighs in, and uh, he has the new TNT championship, which I like that they, uh, they retired the old belt and gave it to Negative One and the family. I thought that was a nice gesture. Are we going to call him Negs One? <laughs> Negs One? I think Negative, <laughs> negative One. Did you see his little pro? Oh, wait. No, we'll talk yeah, about that. We'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. I'm shouting into the microphone. Um, uh, Sting comes out to save Darbs. And uh, the sensor is way off tonight. The sensor is missing every bleep. Which would be the perfect knife for Chuck Taylor to have cussed on live television. I know. Not yet, I guess. They're never going to let him. And I think that sucks. You can, you don't you haven't made it until you can cuss on live TV. What the fuck? Very true. That's really all all we want for just, just for Chuck. Please, that's all anyone wants for him. Honestly, I just want forever happiness and wonderful Fair. things. MJF goes to find Jake Hager, and he has some very motivational things to say to Jake. And uh, I swear yeah. for sure. Like I legitimately well, kind, like motivational advice that you should actually listen to. Well, I mean, here's what's going to happen: is it who was surface level, but true. But who's not there to uh, to be a friend for any of the people he's shown up to to talk to? And that's wait, Chris Jericho. That's Chris yeah, Jericho. I was going to say, yeah, Chris Jericho, who is busy though. Don't matter. True. MJF's going to. He's MJF's going to spin it the way that will make him the leader of the inner circle very soon. Such a goddamn Slytherin. Love it. Uh, the well, negative yeah. one stuff, they, they replayed it where uh, it, w- it was him and Marco stunt getting into it. There was also another, um, they couldn't another... get fitted pants. Do, do you know who he like, who he reminded me of? He reminded me of a mini human tornado <laughs> with a mask. That's who it was. I was like, who does he look like a small version yeah, of? I was thinking a little, that is exactly. Oh my god. A little mini human tornado. The best was, did you see the Luther the the promo he cut on Luther? No. Where he's like, Hey Luther, you have a stupid red dot on your forehead. You look 
you look like an idiot. <laughs> Judy, Judy, it was I great. Have, I would have cut it so where Luther is backstage crying about it. It was. <laughs> it was great. It made no sense, but it was also like the funniest thing ever. It's and it's great. Take that line from Chris Jericho because I feel like that's something Chris Jericho would say. I have no idea, but it was even better because it was Taz and Excalibur on commentary. It happened on Dark, and they're just laughing hysterically. Hey, Luther, you're, you look stupid because you have a red dot on your head. <laughs> oh, it's precious. Also, what they cut out was he said when he gets older, he's going to be way bigger than Marco Stunt, and he's going to kick kick his ass. Yeah, because Marco Stunt's a grown adult already. <laughs> you know, like when you're shopping for clothes and you think to yourself, I'll grow into this. And then you realize, no, I'm done. I'm already grown. There's no growing into this. That's such a depressing feeling when you see something and you're like, it's not going to fit, but I'll grow into it. You won't. You won't. You've not anymore. You've peaked, Marco Stunt. Who uh, speak- looks like a, like a physical, like literal <laughs> child. Speaking of Marco's stunt, we had an interview with Jurassic Express, which was promptly interrupted by FTR. My baby Cash coming in here insulting a insulting like a, a child. physical child with a child so, voice. Next week, it's going to be Marco and Jungle Boy versus FTR. Uh, Jungle Boy, who now has his indie music back because Tony Khan's like, I'm just buying up music. I don't care. Uh, and I, I realized, I remembered that today, and I was like, why has nobody been like, just drop the load of money to get Orange Cassidy's indie music? Or get better music for Orange Cassidy because it's trash. They need to, they need to see. I'm sure, listen, he got two right off the bat. He got the the Tom Waits song for the Brody tribute, and he got the Jungle Boy uh, song. So we'll see. He's probably still looking into it to see how much it it would be. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, I wish, guess I wish you could get the uh Chuck Taylor indie music down a shack. I'm sure he could. I, I feel like that's an indie band. It was, it's a, it's a single, it's a one guy, but I mean, the best friend song is so good, it is really good. But if it ever has to be like, because you can't, you can't get um, uh, Bittersweet Symphony for uh, Trent. Because no. he usually does. But I mean, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The best friend's theme is really good. I still don't have it as a ringtone or an alarm in the morning. And i just wow. too lazy to look for it. But the Orange Cassidy's music is fucking awful. And if you're going to put that man in the fucking intro to your goddamn show and not my two boys, give him better music. There you go. Oh, please. Uh, up next, we had Cody Rhodes, who said he was not going to use Cody Rhodes in wrestling. But... Here we are uh, taking oh, on Matt yeah, Seidel. I forgot about that. Yeah, he said he wasn't going to use it in wrestling, and he is. But that's fine. I get it. Do it's you, you have the rights to the name. Do whatever you want. Uh, so Cody Rhodes versus Matt Seidel. Snoop Dogg comes out uh, with Cody Rhodes, and he has remixed a verse of the Cody Rhodes song, which I thought was very interesting. It was ridiculous. But yeah. uh, Snoop Dogg is a national treasure, an American treasure. My mom loves him. <laughs> um, and she has for years. 
I think there was like one thing he did where she was just like, he's lovely and funny and just charming. And she liked him for years before it was cool for old white ladies to like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I'm talking like like a decade or more ago. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I couldn't if I was mad about the remix or not, though, because... It was fine. I, I didn't like think it was the worst thing ever, but it wasn't like the best thing ever. But what was it? Oh, he had he had Arn Anderson's uh, play card, which I thought was very funny. He had the, the Waffle House menu, as Chris Jericho put it. Yeah, um, I, I was going to throw up a picture of Matt Seidel and his gear on our live stream here, but my, the free version of what we're using will not let me do that. So, um, so donate to our Patreon. <laughs> there, there you go. Um, but uh, Marianne, are we tooting or booting Matt Seidel's gear? Here's the thing: Is Dan in the chat? Is Dan here? I have no way to check that, and I think he said he he could not make it tonight. Dan, He's got I have a request. I have a request for you and everything. Um, this is a toot because I had said before that jacket is super cool, and the color combo was great. And I'm going to say something very controversial for this show, but Cody's gear was a toot as well. No, Cody, Cody always has good gear. I'm not going to, I won't hate on the gear. Sometimes it's a little, it's a little bit flashy, but mm. despite the codpiece nightmare, I really like the colors. It was like shark Jersey kind of, but not like home Jersey where there was too much teal or an away Jersey where there was too much white. But right. um, if they were in any other order, I would not have liked them. But the fact that it was mostly black and then had those um, accent colors, it was like, I really liked it. And then it was like kind of glittery. And I was like, these are two good outfit boys. I can, I can stand this match. So, but I always liked Matt Seidel. So uh calvin says so no more snoop with sasha i'm betting so i mean she uh, answered so about that oh she did i don't she, I didn't said, see what she, she said. said her response to seeing that that part was just we need to work on this fam oh no 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 no. um so um snoop does sasha banks theme song oh yes theme um i i would not be surprised for wwe to be petty enough to remove his verse from the song he's snoop dogg he doesn't give a shit yeah he doesn't he doesn't care but um i, I could also see them just being like who cares like whatever i th I will say the jericho over the top being like he jumped ship he jumped ship was like way too much because it's like Always snoop dogg shows up yeah snoop dogg shows up randomly on wwe it's not like he's there every week and he quit and came over so it's kind of like uh Let's uh, Tranquilo there, huh? Just a little bit. Tranquilo, um, is that going to be your new 2021 thing? It's my everyday thing. You have gotten oh. better. You used to be real angry, John. Thank you. You've Thank calmed you. down. Um, it's the blue lights. It's the blue hue behind me. It's calming. Uh, I did like the Cody Sharpshooter. I know you and Jaren weren't particularly... Uh, Jericho didn't like it either. ...fond of it. I thought it was fine. I like, I mean, the rocks is set the high bar for the worst sharpshooter of all time. Um, this, so this I mean, is true. And I'm not a like real, like, like, uh, real well versed. I could be more well versed in wrestling, and I even know it's garbage. So, yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't too, too, uh, upset about that. The other thing I really liked is Cody's, um, I guess his self counter to the crossroads where he sets up for the crossroads, yes. but he, he drops them into the reverse DDT 
which I really like. I think that's just a really smart thing to put in a match I'm and in your repertoire. Selfie. So keep talking. I'm listening. You're taking a selfie. Shut up. For, for are you posting it on uh, on what do you uh, whatever? Um, and I think these were the best looking crossroads I've seen in a while. What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just laughing about you going whatever. <laughs> um. I think the crossroad. These were the best looking crossroads that we've seen in a while. Honestly, uh, halfway through the match, Cody accidentally hurts. Uh, hurts. Well, he hits Serpentico. Serpentico gets involved at the end as oh, well. Does Serpentico? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Luther also comes in. Uh, everyone's be- beating up each other. Seidel and Cody get the best of Serpentico and Luther and Snoop Dogg tells Matt Seidel, nah, I'm going to go to the top and does one of the worst splashes. But you know what? I think someone in the ring should have been like, no, you don't need him closer to you. He needs to be further away from you. Someone should have said that to him. But Snoop looked like he was having a fantastic time. Which is so cute. Yeah, and that's really all that matters when you have. Yeah, he didn't look like it, it, he like, was like obligated to be there. He was he he looked like he was like, oh no, man, sweet, that's cool, I'll do it. You know. Yeah, he looked like he was having a good time, which yeah. is all I need. Now, like American Treasure, he's the best. Uh, up next, we had for the AEW Women's Championship, Abaddon taking on Hikarashita. Um, the opener to this match is great where it's Abaddon attacking Hikarashita on the entranceway and Hikarashita just blasting her with that cane shot. <laughs> that was great. Um, other and than she, that, she cane sat up and was like, I live off of blood. Other than that, <laughs> uh, I, this was okay. I don't really have anything that I really want to say about this match. I just don't know where I'm kind of also dragging her straight to hell. She, she did drag her straight to hell and and bit her again. So Uh, it reminded me of, did you, (laughs) did you see when West Valley did Dracula? No. Oh, wait, no, no, that was before me. I was in Dracula and there was a scene where we had to go to the back and he threw like a bag at us that was supposed to have a crying baby in it. And like, (laughs) And Brian Plaza threw this bag at us and we had to run backstage because we were like his his vampire wives. Mm-hmm. And we were supposed we, we were supposed to come out having eaten the baby all covered in blood. And that's what it reminded me of. Because we had to go to the back with like like dyed corn syrup and it's like sticky and gelatinous like all over our hands and it looked so gross. And I'm like, this is supposed to taste good, but it just tastes like bleh. like. I mean, it tasted like chocolate syrup, but it was just like the consistency all over my skin. It had to be all over my face. But that's what it reminded me of is when she dragged her under there. I was like, dude, they're down there with that chocolate, like red corn syrup. Just giggling. (laughs) I just don't know where I'm also now kind of just like we need to get the belt off of Hukarashita. It's just kind of boring at this point. Who are they going to give it to? I would assume a returning Statlander, but I don't know when. I don't know when she's going to return. I know she's been doing. She's been backstage at Dynamite recently, and I know she's been on Being the Elite, but I don't. I don't know how far off she is. But Karshita is. I'm just kind of. I'm over it. Doesn't really do anything for me. 
Um, we did find out that next week Ty Conti is going to be challenging Serena Deeb for the NWA Women's Championship. Uh, Fuck yes. Ty Conti cuts a great promo. She's She's got it. I know she's still a little green, but I expect that match she's, to be very good. So good. Um, even when she steps back, and this was again, I had like flashbacks of when you have to stand back and be affectionate towards a person you're really not attracted to. When she stepped back and was like, like curled up next to Alex Reynolds, and I was like, he looks like a sleaze bag creep. I would be so uncomfortable, and you could tell that she was like, oh. <laughs> uh. I was like, I feel you, girl. I've been there. Like, it's not fun. So I wonder if she is officially in the Dark Order now. I think I, they should just... I think her and Colt should just be like, we're officially in the Dark Order now. Yeah. Until they I figure mean, out what they want the Dark Order to be. Yeah, because, I mean, at first it was just like like a joke of a cult. Like a, a joke of a cult that was like, we're evil. But it was more like... And then they turned... And then John Silver happened. And so now they let they're John just like, Silver be John Silver, and, and then they yeah. just yeah, exactly. They just let it, yeah, and he. So now they're just like like they're more silly than anything, but it doesn't take away from. I don't know. Before it was just like remember I was like I don't care about the Dark Order. I don't care, and now I'm yeah. like, we'll see. Again, we'll see what they Peter do. Person tweeted something really funny the other day. <laughs> it was it was uh, like. It's funny how whiny terrorists like uh, how uh, terrorists like to whine about like whine and cry when they're told to stop being terrorists. Yeah. And I was like, well, hey there. <laughs> it was just really funny. Uh, up next, we had our main event of the evening, which was Kenny Omega defending the AEW World Heavyweight Championship against Ray Phoenix. Um, holy crap. Uh, this match was absolutely amazing. Um, I'm, I'm glad we, we had it because we, you know, we initially didn't have it in the tournament when we were going to get it. Um, I loved the opener with Pac and Pentagon saying Ray Phoenix will achieve greatness on his own. I really enjoyed that. That was mainly because, uh, Pac wasn't there. So they just had to film that vignette probably the week before. Um, yeah, I thought it was really odd to me that last week, like, sorry, like, I mean, this will just everything being out of order. So it's kind of on topic. But um, last week, they teased that this week was supposed to be Chuck Taylor having a singles match. And then it didn't happen. They were like, next week, Chuck Taylor versus and I can't remember who it was. And then it just like didn't happen. Was it Kip? I feel I like it remember. was. I can't and remember. And then it like, happened, and I was like, man, now I have to wait another week for yeah. single Chuck Taylor action. Um, we got a lot of New Japan references throughout. I think Kota Bushi was mentioned. Okada was mentioned. Wrestle Kingdom was mentioned, all by name. So keep that in mind, I guess. Um, this is a match that I would show someone who's new to wrestling. Absolutely. This match was absolutely Phoenix is, insane. Phoenix is a crazy person. Cra- he He's crazy. Kenny Omega's crazy. Jack Evans, um, everyone's crazy. There was so many crazy things and innovative things going on here. That German suplex where he did a, I think he did a backflip off the ropes behind him into the German was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I love that they caught a, like a moonsault, but went all the way around. Him. Yeah. It was, I rewound it like three times. It was, it was fucking very cool. Insane. 
Uh, that's uh, the type of thing I'd be like, you need to show this to somebody who is just like wrestlers are all on steroids. Barga, 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 barga. And I'm like, this is nuts. Yeah. This person is nuts. Like, oh my God. Also, I'm sorry that Kenny Omega does not have eyebrows. It creeps me out too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. Um, there was that one sequence where it was a V trigger into the nip up, nip up into, into the a super kick. kick. I fully is... screamed, and this is why Mad Dan's not here. <laughs> Give me that it and a gift. So good. Now, Dan, I don't want to have to look for it. Just make it for me, and I'm bummed you're not here. I miss you. It's it's for sure theirs. So I don't know. Uh... The point is, I don't want to look for it. <laughs> Uh, but it was brilliant and afterwards omega did a power bomb that was so ugly and did yes. you notice it because yes. you didn't make a comment and i was like he had to have noticed that like he slammed him onto his upper back shoulders and neck like right into the mat like no ma'am like when you're cu- trying yeah. to kill a rodent that you found in your house using the method of just putting in a bag and hitting it against a tree like that's <laughs> what you're talking of I was like, it was so gross. And I, he had just had like a neck head injury. Remember? And yeah. I'm like, why would you do this? Why? No good. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> Are you looking for it right now? I was. I was trying to find it and I couldn't. I couldn't find it. Anyway. That's um, where I don't want to be. What else? We had the one winged angel reversed into the poison Rana. And I was just like, this is fantastic. And he also did the um, the fire thunder driver, which is one of my favorite moves. The greeting from Asbury Park. Uh, but he kicked him in the head first. He need yeah. him in the head and then dropped him. I was like, I that's just that. perfect. Yeah. And he like it was like he almost didn't quite like make it like when he need him. But it yeah. was still the effort that I was like, dude, John's note is exactly. I quote, I'm just laughing. Yeah, I was just I was, I, was just, I was too. It was a bunch of like squeaks, like surprise squeaks and giggles. Much like my reactions when I watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Second reference. There, there you we go. go. Um back on our old shit. Omega wins, one winged angel. Um, we find out that the death triangle. Can we has please been talk att- about Shimmy Phoenix? Oh yeah, the shimmy phoenix. I forgot. He about did. That. He did. Like it was like a shimmy, but it reminded me of like a lazy Angelico one, where Angelico does the Bernie. Yes, that's what it reminded me of. And I just thought to myself, the money I would drop to see Phoenix do Selena's washing machine. <laughs> so much dough, so much money, just to see him do the washing machine. <laughs> he might. It's so good. But yeah, he shimmied him too much, and then he lost too the match. much shimmying, and then he lost the match. That's and Helico is burning. <laughs> People that oh, do the man. burning and have never seen Weekend at Bernie's can fuck off. Very true. Very true. Um, so the Death Triangle, the rest of Death Triangle, is attacked by Eddie Kingston and the family. That is why they are not coming out to help Phoenix. Phoenix um, is about to get another one-winged angel for his troubles. Moxley comes out with a barbed wire bat. Because of course he does. He could have hit him. He does. To be honest. Um, and they start fighting, and out come Gallows and Anderson, the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions, uh, with wearing their belts, which I thought was <laughs> very funny. Um, because like, did they drive the entire way there with the belts on? Like, honestly, probably. 
But Jericho just shouting, they don't even work here. Like Damien saying, she doesn't even go here. (laughs) So the, so the, they don't even work here is a quote from, it might be a Jim Ross quote from the eighties when the new midnight express attacked the original midnight express um, or vice versa. I can't remember. It's a really great clip. I'll see if I can find it for you. But um, because of the generation that I'm in, I think of Mean Girls. Right. It's it's a very cool clip. I think the new Midnight Express were managed by Paul Heyman, and I think the original was managed by by Jim Cornette. I think that's how it was. Two shitbag people. It's great. It's a really great <laughs> segment. I'll see if I can find it and I'll I'll send it your way. It's it's pretty cool. Um but yeah, I mean AEW roster tries to help out. They all get beat up. Um, and out come the young bucks uh, to talk to their friends to see what's going on. Um, I believe Pillman and Griff or whatever his name is, Garrison. Yeah. Yes. He gr- They grab Kenny Omega and uh, the young bucks super kick him. Kenny not, Omega? Not Kenny, not Kenny Omega. Oh. They super kick um, the other two, and Omega throws up, throws up that famous hand sign, which I thought was so funny because they can't say too sweet. So uh, throws it up. Gallows and Anderson join him, and the Young Bucks reluctantly join him. Uh, and that is our image as we go off the air of all the two suites up in up in the air. They have now released a shirt of all of their all of their fingers doing the two suite. Um, I'm, say, you know, going to keep so doing I, this until you take fucking Donald Trump out of the Hall of Fame. So we'll see what's going to happen going forward with that. Um, I'm very interested. It was a great visual to go off the air um, and re- uh, I, I was going to say ricochet because I was looking at Mike's comment. Uh, Excalibur was not pleased. Of course, he young, wasn't. That the young bucks threw up the uh, the too sweet with the people that don't even work here. Well, the elite's going to elite's going to be in action next week, so that should be interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean that that was AEW Dynamite. Yep. We do have some questions that people respond. Oh, that's right. They're relatively let's dumb. Let's, well, uh, that's fine. Let's hear them. Henry Casey, who is fantastic on Twitter. Oh. Henry T. Casey. said, yeah. if, if AEW signed Bill Goldberg, what would you want them to do with him? Fire I'd him want, again. I'd want them to murder him on live television. No, okay. So if, if AEW was to sign Bill Goldberg, what would I want them to do with him? I'd want him to actually put over somebody else. Yeah. That would be like Brock Lesnar putting over someone else. That would be something I would like to see. Um, next question is, what wrestler from the past do you wish you could you could have seen live the most? What wrestler do I wish I could have seen live from mm-hmm. the past that I didn't get to see? Yes. You could have seen live. I think Andre the Giant would be very interesting. Um, I think Macho Man would be another one. Yeah, sure. I'm going to make the rules tag teams. Three count. Oh, three count. Okay, that's good. (laughs) Everybody, three count. One, two, three. Um, Jaren just has a comment to which he says, 
Wardlow sounds like the warrior version, the Wario version of D'Lo Brown. Yeah, I agree. Uh, also, I mean, what I would use Goldberg to do is to put over Wardlow. That's all I would use. Oh, That's it. I would love that. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, Ron, your coworker. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Ron just says, whose birthday was recently. Ron mm. just says, what is wrestling? I can't explain. <laughs> it's everything... It's everything you want it to be and everything you don't want it to be at the same time. The, the most relatable thing I've ever said is I will give your kids the sex talk if you can explain to my kids professional wrestling because yeah. I can't. I would take a bullet for somebody else to do it. Um, and then George says favorite George Gatton, but you've never seen the trash man wrestle. My favorite is just regular George. That will also be mine. Okay, we got to... Uh, do we have any more? Because MDK is a huge fan of George Catton. There we go. Okay. No, that was all of them. Um, all right. I do have to say real fast. Uh, this is for... Uh, um, I'm doing a moment of silence in my head. For the grilled cheese burrito, which is no longer with us. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Remember um, the... I actually so have... I have to get out of here, so I'm going to do all of the promo... Or all the promo stuff by myself i'm gonna do it right now um calvin my thoughts are it's it it would be very cool uh okada's dream match with all promotions it would be very cool i don't think it will happen because of wwe and that's pretty much all i'll say about that so uh you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at tornado tag radio you can follow me on twitter at jp thrice and you can follow marianne on twitter at sailor moon Salt. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Just search Tornado Tag Radio and rate and review us as well. Uh, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com or patreon.com slash notlg to help us out. But if you don't want to help us out, help out a local shop, your favorite uh, independent artist. Retweet, buy from them, do whatever you can because they need the help. Brody's family. Yes, absolutely. Also do that if you would if you would like to. There's... It's all out there. You can find it pretty easily. Um, but that is it for us this week. Join us again next week for episode, what is it, 255. My goodness. Chuck Taylor singles match. There we go. We'll be talking about that. Uh, there's only one thing left to do. So, Marianne, if you will. Ring the bell. Pew, 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 pew. I forgot people can see me. <laughs> this has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.